So hi there. I'm Sam. And I'm Ted. And this is the Your Cool Aunts podcast. So welcome back. And if you're new here, thanks for stopping by. I hope you'll stay a while. And be sure to check us out on our website. All of Claire's diary is there. All of our podcasts are available there. Subscribe. The boardroom, the photos, it's all there. And we are here at the mic. Hi there. How you doing? I'm good. I am loving this little journey we're on with Claire. You mean this journey to places we don't know about? (laughs) Maybe it's because I really have no idea where she's taking us that I find it, you know, kind of interesting. Me too. But let us not dither. (laughs) Let's move into it. What has she got to tell us today? I've noticed she hasn't given us any um, notes like she used to. Right. I wonder why. We should ask her about that. I think it's because the diary entries she shares with us are continuous. Hmm. You know, she doesn't have to sort of set it all up. And, you know, before it was sort of a a one-story kind of thing. Yeah, I understand that. Well, it's been very intriguing these past few episodes that she sent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, Claire is on this journey of uh, leaving her employer, moving, well, not moving, but staying in California through the pandemic. She's trying to start a new business here, and she's hooked and up with now, the gang. Mm. So she's going to get her new business after all, right? She's kind of, sort of. Looks like she's going <laughs> to... I guess it's considered well, a new business. Grace and Sid are offering an opportunity to make her business plan work. And to do that, she's going to work with them on their... Special projects. Special <laughs> files where they go in and fix things for people who don't want anybody to know they need fixing. The secrets of the seller files. That's what we should, that's what she should call it. (laughs) Okay. Well, in this episode, this is where the little asterisk note I have is this is where she finally gets a chance to speak with Barrett. So she was on her way and then she stopped and went back to Sid and Grace to get more information before she went and spoke to Barrett. What's this all about? Okay. So that's where we left off and this is where we jump back in. Okay. Let's jump. Feet first. Claire's diary says, It turns out that Barrett had some reservations about my original business plan. I had sent her an early draft to review before I resigned from the big box job. Just before. She emailed me with her comments and concerns. And while I agreed with most of what she had to say, I never replied. Mostly because I was in such a mad dash rush to get away from the big box company finish up and get to California for my long overdue break. So I guess Claire's admitting that she didn't pay much attention to what her mother said. Do they ever? (laughs) Do you ever listen to your mother? (laughs) Well, yes and no. She said she agreed with most of what she said. As long as your mother agrees with you, you listen to her. So she says, it also turns out that I was not the only one who was thinking about my business plan while westward bound. Hmm. Soon after reading the plan, Barrett called on Grace, looking for her input and expertise. She thought the plan needed help, and she was right. It did. And looking back over the timeline of events, I can see that the acquisition of the Airstream and the cross-country trip was not necessarily as serendipitous as initially claimed. Hmm. Do you want me to stop? Or you no, want... no. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's, let's, get, let's get there. Okay. okay, so 
Claire continues, she says, I think Sid and Grace probably never stopped working during their drive west. They had just resigned from their agency in New York the week before Barrett called. And I think they were probably making contact with all of their clients to ensure their loyalties, accounts, etc. To hang on to the client base for their soon-to-be new PR agency. And knowing Grace as I do, I can say for sure that no grass has ever grown near Grace because she is always in motion and working, no matter what, including their resignations. That's why they stopped in Nashville, to have a satellite dish installed on the trailer. (laughs) It was not for HBO movies. It was for their interim Airstream office. It must have been a sight to see the two of them working in the trailer by day and driving through the night or vice versa. Either way, they'll have stories to tell from that trip, and I can't wait to hear them. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. We already did hear one, though, (laughs) didn't we? So, um, well, you know, the the image of Grace driving an Airstream trailer... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and stopping in Nashville to get her uh, to get a dish installed. To get a dish installed must have looked funny. An airstream with a dish on top, but I can. Yeah, but I've it. seen that people fold them up when they yeah. stop. And yeah. yeah, well, it was nicely outfitted. I, um, I'm guessing. Okay, let's keep going. According to Barrett, Grace had an idea to make my business plan succeed. The only problem was that when Laurent agreed to work with them. It was on the condition that I, Claire, would not be involved in any aspect of the research, etc., for their counterfeit and fraud clients. Again, she and Barrett insisted that I was to be left alone to develop my career in the wine industry without any knowledge of their activities so as to remain unburdened by their dealings. You know, let me halt for a second. That's pretty decent, though, because while... um, Laurent has handed Claire some like seedlings of opportunities. Mm. Claire always had to make it happen, though, you know. And I think at some point you have to step away. You always want to help, but you have to step away because if you help too much, you're implying or outwardly saying, "I don't think you you can do it." it. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah, right. Um, Well, yeah. Well, I think the other thing too is. Well, it's interesting that this event has precipitated their interest in helping her not only develop her business but also bringing her in. So it's almost yeah. like a two, you know, yep. two level yep. benefit to her. And now she gets to know what they've really been doing. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I think Laurent's idea was to allow her to develop her own career, however yep. that was going to yep. turn out for her, and not to be involved with the. I guess you could consider this like the underside. <laughs> of the mm-hmm. wine business. Well, so. yeah, don't forget, it's a small world. It's and a small world. Claire's, right. you know, suppliers or whoever Claire was dealing with at the time may have been involved in one way or another. Not that they're counterfeiting, but there could have mm-hmm. been yeah. easily been conflicts of interest, right? Right. So they protected her. Yeah. Which is fine, which is good. Because <laughs> now look what she's getting. Uh. No more protection <laughs> for you. So she continues, she says, shockingly, Their agreement lasted for almost four years. Can you believe that? They were doing this in secrecy for four Mm, years? That's a long time, yeah. Especially since she's close to each one of them in a different way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like one's her friend, one's her aunt, one's her mother. Well, she's two friends, an aunt and a mother. Yeah. 
That could also be a, a play title. <laughs> <laughs> or a movie. And a Greek wedding. No. Um, Grace's proposal to draft me into their work was for the sole purpose of making my business plan work. And I believe that this is the only reason why Barrett and Laurent acquiesced to a change in their original agreement. Yeah, I can totally see that too. Like, no, no reason to bring her in, but... So Claire says, I have to admit, I'm impressed by their work and success and especially by their ability to keep the secret for so long without a hiccup. <laughs> she said, well, this is interesting. She says, although Barrett was quick to correct my impression, claiming that I came close to stumbling upon their activities on more than one occasion, she refuses to be specific now other than to say there was a time or two when my unexpected presence at Laurent's Brownstone in New York nearly blew her cover story. And Claire says here, she says, I do remember one night in particular when someone was staying with Laurent. There was an odd feeling in the air that night that I just couldn't put my finger on. I'd never press Laurent for details about somebody staying with her then or now. So, Hang on a second. You remember way back in the diary and they had a code? Right. If she left something hanging on the door or something. Yeah, it was like an umbrella or some visual code that, you know, Claire could come and go in Laurent's brownstone, but they had a code. Right. Like, I got somebody staying with me kind of code. Claire had the key to get in and the code for the alarm, but... If this, um, I think it was an umbrella hanging on the inside doorknob, if that was there, it's, you know, I have somebody here with me from Laurent, right? Right. The Mm. man in the photograph. (laughs) I always come back to him because I always wondered, like, who is this guy? That little mystery. That little mystery. It's always a mystery with Laurent. Okay. You know what we'll do? We will put something on the website that directs our listener to which episode that was in, if you're interested. Sounds like a good idea. Okay, that's something new for us to do. We'll put it in the boardroom. <laughs> Go to the website, get the details. Okay, so she's not going to press Laurent for details about who she was staying, but she does remember a time or two. Okay, fine. Um, where did we leave off? Okay, here we go. Claire continues. She says, I know there are many, many more stories. Some I will eventually hear about. A few... I think I already know from the business side and still others that I will never know. But here I am at this moment making the decision to work alongside these incredible women. There's not much to think about because I agree with every premise to their work to protect the reputation of the region and the wine and in particular the terroir. This is a cause that has been in the hands of extremely capable people, most of whom are the women of the family-owned vineyards. The more I thought about the cause, the more I thought about the makers, the people who I really wanted to work with. Sometimes I call them artisans. Other times they are the small makers and vintners. They remind me of Michelle Grinnell, and they've become my friends over these few years that I've gotten to know them. I also know about the shenanigans and under-the-table deals that are becoming the norm recently. 
They need some help in fighting off the forces determined to undermine their hard-earned reputations. Count me in, says Claire. Count me in. I like that. Very affirmative. <laughs> Is she convincing herself here? And she says, I made promises to these people that when I left the big box place, I'd come back to work with them, and I know they believed me then. So it'll be no surprise when I show up once more. I am the same wine merchant that always stopped by to say hello and listen, even though we were unable to do business together back then. We knew it would eventually come to pass. Friendship and a common cause make for an unbeatable combination of assets. We could make a real difference for the wine, the people, and the place. I don't think there's a decision to be made. It's more like a deeply natural calling for me. I had been sitting on the porch swing for a while now, thinking, and it was moving ever so slightly in time with my breath as I moved in and out of a light nap state out there on the beekeeper's porch. This was going to be my next chapter as the wine merchant. So she goes from big box to wine merchant. Big box buyer. Yeah. BBB. Yeah. To wine merchant. Hmm. There's some more here. So she, I guess she must have been sitting, hanging out with her mother out on the porch, and she's just... Before I continue, do you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Claire says, Grace was thrilled with my idea for the name, the wine merchant. She was intrigued by the notion of someone saying they've come to see the wine merchant, a referral code, meaning that they needed quiet help with something to do with their wine auction, purchase, or sale. It would be a real-life wine shop where I would promote the wines of those friends. I would offer the buyers an opportunity to travel to a place through its wine, a unique experience that could be had only through this one wine as it figuratively transports the drinker to its vineyard home. It would be a chance for buyers of all stripes to experience excellent wines made with great care. It would be all about the terroir, just like the agency's mission as far as Laurent, Barrett, and I are concerned. Grace and Sid will eventually come around to understanding our mission, but right now, they are most interested in solving the problems brought to them by their existing PR clients. So, <laughs> hang on a second. So, Claire is seeing a little more to this arrangement than I think was in the proposal. Yeah. I, I, you know, there's I more purpose to it, I guess. I didn't realize that until you stated. She's coming into it from, I guess, a philosophical perspective. And they're coming into <laughs> Claire's it from a always business perspective, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't matter because the work is going to be the same, right? Well, ultimately, you know, they have a common path, so right. it works. It works. Yeah. Well, hmm. okay, there's a little bit more. One more thing, says Claire. I can't help but associate this mission of ours with those of the women in the champagne coves during the Nazi occupation. What? She says the resistance mission was far more serious with life and death issues presented on a daily basis. 
but I've learned so much from their diaries. And sometimes I wonder if at some point a young woman might read this diary and learn from it as I have from theirs before me. To continue this diary legacy I've been a part of for some time now. She mm, is talk about philosophical. <laughs> yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. As she always is. Well, Claire. Well, well, we've cleared up. They've cleared up some issues. Now we know why she's there. So Barrett called in the troops. I don't think Barrett saw that from the beginning, but Grace put it all together. Right. That's right. Grace Barrett called in the help with the business plan, and then Grace says, well, it's not going to fly, but I have another idea, right? But we'll have to tell her what we've been doing, which... Well, that was the trade-off for Barrett and, and Laurent to let Claire in to it, you know, and the condition was that they were helping her, so they agreed. So here we are. Well, I think that Claire has been sharing this with us, and then it feels like something, you know, I mean, she's going to open up this shop, and you know, run this wine merchant business and then in a clandestine way be participating with the others in their work on fraud, counterfeit, and so forth. Right. But she has the greater mission for the terroir and the makers and so forth. So this is going to get Claire So there's into, a purpose, right? Yeah. With Claire, there's always a purpose. So this is, this yeah. is a purpose, a passion, God, if Claire. you will. Ay, ay, ay. Well, I guess that's all she's given us right now. Well, we know a lot more now than we did before. Yeah, I, I do appreciate that. Clarity's a good thing. I want more. <laughs> Clarity's a good thing. We'll have to wait for the next uh, for the next diary entry, for sure. So mm-hmm. we will. Until then, we will see you when we're back, back at, at the mic.